To quit your job, you don't quit your job, you quit your bosses. That's what everyone says. This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acri. And before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're not already, and while you're there, drop us a review to let us know how we're doing. We'll read it here on the show. Our guest this week is a rare in-studio guest. In-studio. His name is Jay Falconio. Did I get that right? right. You got, got that right. right. All right. I hadn't asked before the podcast. All right. right. Jay has been with Remco Insurance Services since 2020, and now oversees the Operations and Human Resources Department. Before that, Jay spent five years managing and growing an e-commerce meal delivery service and can now claim to be the one-stop shop for decreasing your car insurance and your waist size. I love that. Jay, I love it. Welcome to Stay Paid. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Luke, thank you so much for, you know, getting me on here. And it was really, really nice to meet you as well um, initially. So I'm excited to get rolling. Jay, Um, we're excited to have you on, man. I I told Jay I'm going to tell this story as we came on the podcast. So we went to 8% Nation two years ago, which is a financial. Oh, this goes back two years. Yeah, two years. This is the first 8% Nation. It's a long-term relationship. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I meet Jay and your partner, Mark. Correct. At the conference. And um, I pitched you guys. You guys told me no. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I said, well, Hey, I'm not going to let you go. Cause it was like the first day of the conference. And I was like, you know what they say? It takes eight touch points to make a sale. <laughs> and your partner, Mark made a joke. He goes, well, that's one for you. So every yeah. time I saw you guys yeah. in between every session, I was like, Hey, Mark J. And I was yeah. like, that's touch point number two. <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny because at the end of the show, uh, the conference, Andrew and I are sitting up and the way they had the booths, they had it up on a balcony area. And I had not seen you guys, but I had touched you easily seven, eight times That's right. throughout the show. And then I see you <laughs> down across the hotel, like that, I shout down from the balcony to you. You're laying on a couch because you had went out the night before. You know, everybody <laughs> was, is listening to the podcast. Luke was to these he, was, he was following the fumes. Yeah. Uh, the Casamigos <laughs> trying to find me. So, yeah. I see him just laying there on the couch and I literally scream across the hotel your name yep. and you're like, all right, I'm coming up. And you came up and you signed up. So it was an incredible. And then since then, obviously, I saw you at last 8% as well. Absolutely. But love what you guys are doing. Love what you're doing marketing-wise now. You're really successful in this Rimco Insurance. But I would love for you to tell your story because you started this e-commerce business, grew it really big. That's correct. Before you got into insurance with your partner. So kind of tell us a little bit about your journey and lead us up to today. Sure. Thanks for the yeah, very, very clear intro. Yeah, that was very accurate. Very accurate, Luke. I appreciate that. And Luke definitely put the P in persistence. So he, he had, I think he took like the eighth touch points and took him to the third exponent. So there was about 24. But yeah. everybody who's met me at a conference knows that. Yeah, to no, be true. you made the sale. So, uh, you know, not to make it, you know, I'm a very talkative guy. I talk yeah. with my hands. Just don't give me a butter knife. I might throw it through your heart. But, you know, um, we're, we're, we're going to try to do the short version of this. But um, yeah, hospitality has always been something that uh, was instilled from my early childhood. Um, I'm an Italian of descent and, uh, treating people like people and taking the time to get to know the person was always something early on that I, um, held tried and true to me, um, carried that into the hospitality industry, which, uh, was my focus, um, in college. I have a bachelor's degree in hospitality management, um, fell in love with more of the science behind the hospitality and got more into dietetics (laughs) where the e-commerce, uh, meal delivery service, uh, fresh, never frozen meal delivery service kind of came out. So I was at that uh, point where I was helping them with the uh, the nutrition of the meals that we would send out. Um, long and short, grew that company through values of treating people like people. Some of our staff, I'll be completely honest with you, 
the word maybe to some would be undesirable. Um, some of our best workers were um, ex-drug addicts who mm. no one would give them a chance. Wow. Um, some of our uh, best employees were, you know, college kids who maybe didn't get through the first couple of years. But taking the time and attention to treat them properly and guide them made them amazing employees that allowed us to grow that company um, up until about 2019, where that company was sold. How big did the company get? Like how many employees? And at one point at our, at our highest, we had 65 people on payroll. Oh, wow. And going back to, I guess, where we started, there was a point where, you know, my mother and my stepfather were putting labels on meals. <laughs> so a real startup story. Yeah. Um, and I do attribute the success of that business uh, to the one-on-one conversations and the trust that I built with the staff. Um, transitioning that into insurance, I had a, a perfect opportunity um, from a family friend who introduced me to Remco, and I did fall in love with the fact that they were a commercial um, insurance book of business. 85% of our book is commercial business owners, blue and white collar individuals who wear their company on their sleeve. And um, I clicked with that and I understood it. Um, and um, if you want me to continue a yeah, little yeah. bit more Yeah, so, so into- talk to us a little bit. So when you join Rimco, so Rimco, I know you had shared, had been around since 2008. That's correct. Um, you join up with them. You're tasked with what, cleaning up Growing operations. the company. I was okay. given a pretty white canvas um, when I started in about 20, 2019, out of 2019, early 2020. Um, it was more grow the company. Okay. And um, so I spent about two or three months kind of figuring out what I had to work with. And uh, that was a lot of heart. That's, okay. that's what I saw. It was uh, uh, Mark and his uh, customer service representative, Marsha, have been together since 08. Uh, he found her in a clipper ad in the paper. Oh, so wow. as, school, as old school as it gets, I was like, what the hell is a clipper ad? <laughs> <laughs> we have quite a few Craigslist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we so, do. Okay. Yeah, we used to recruit a lot on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, we built a piece of software that would just post yeah. on Craigslist. <laughs> we did. That's so funny. <laughs> so I walked into a, an agency that was, was very mom and pop. Okay. And... Um, Invested in proper technology to scale and through similar HR resources like we talked about before we got on, Indeed and, and targeted ads, we found some good local talent. Okay. Um, but the talent we, we looked for and the talent that, that is still with us today, I'm proud to say we haven't had anybody, you know, terminated or quit Nobody, or anything really? like that. Um, I would say that those people bought into the culture. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, the moral of everything that we're talking about today is culture, um, morale, and... Um, personality with with a touch of, you know, um, care. Yeah. Well, yeah. talk about that because, you know, your background in hospitality, what you did to grow uh, your first business, and then how are you now applying that tactically as you're starting to grow this business, both with the, you know, your employees, but also your clients as well? That's a great question. So I think in, in insurance, in the industry of insurance, um, similar to a lot of the financial industries, they get a misnomer that they're cold and and a little dry and a lot of the salespeople- Very transactional, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I, I tell a lot of people in insurance, we're selling a piece of paper to somebody who doesn't really care about that piece of paper until they actually have to use it. Uh, true. So um, I strive to tell the agents that, that work at Remco that you're not selling insurance, you're selling yourself. And that's very tried and true to a lot of industries. Um, so when they sell themselves- do the things, and I thought, you know, not the name drop in particular, but the giftology uh, yeah. from John yeah. at 8%, do the weird stuff. Mm. You know, get to know their family um, before you try to get to know, get their auto insurance or home insurance. Get to know what they, they like to do on the weekends. That'll make more of a progress in terms of your sales pitch um, by getting to know them as a person before you look at them as a client. Totally agree. We have this acronym that 
it's been really successful and from a sales methodology perspective, but from a marketing perspective, it's really accurate as well, which is FORD, which stands for Family Occupation Recreation Dreams. <laughs> and I always tell my salespeople that, you know, hey, if you're building a relationship with somebody, if you're going to a networking event, if you're trying to get to know somebody, just get them to talk about their family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. And if you can understand those four pillars on somebody's life, chances are you probably have a pretty good relationship with them. Absolutely. And once you get to know them in that way, then it's so much easier to get their business because you know where they're trying to go because of their dreams. You know what they need because of their family and their job. And so it's all tied in together to that deal that you're trying to get. Absolutely. And then it doesn't even become about the deal. Exactly. And those are four things that anybody is willing and, and for the most part wants to talk about. And the key there that I've heard at least is to open up with your own. So yes. talk about your own family. Talk about your point. own and that mm. will help bring that out of others. Yeah. So you're really building this hospitality type culture, caring about the employee. Talk to us because you had shared with me, you grew it immediately kind of to 12 agents on the team. Correct. You just told me a crazy fact, which you haven't lost any which is very uncommon, usually in real estate insurance, even financial advising, you hire reps and lose them. I mean, hate to say this about ourselves, but you know we don't have the best retention rate of yes. even sales reps. We lose sales reps all the time because yes. sales is a brutal game. Can you talk to me? Absolutely. What do you look for characteristic-wise in the reps that you hire? Absolutely. So yeah, proud to say that nobody quit. Let's okay. use that term. Um, okay, you so know, you have fired somebody. Okay, I feel better about myself now. <laughs> all right, let's be honest. Ooh. You know, yeah, uh, there was somebody who who purely didn't fit the culture. Yeah, okay, I got that. Um, yep. And then there was also somebody who uh, helped, you know, grow that company since day one who um, got to a point where it was, it, was, it was the time for the company and for that person. So um, the individuals that we did hire, no one has quit okay. on that. And I believe that... Um, to quit your job, you don't quit your job, you quit your bosses. That's yeah. what everyone says, you know. So so the culture that we look for, we look for people who are number one team players. Okay. People who aren't exactly motivated, maybe by the paycheck right away, but they see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because what we do at Remco is we give them a platform where they can grow. Um, sometimes it's something as simple as good health insurance, company health insurance. Mm -hmm. Um Maybe a 401k is what they they really look for. So these things were important for me when I first got started to try to make enough money for the agency to be able to offer a very comprehensive benefits package, which we were able to do by two years in. Nice. So that was kind of my um, my selling point that, you know, we care about you outside of the Remco office. And I'm proud to say that we we hired a husband and wife who had a baby on our health insurance plan. We have agents, young agents who are getting ready to have kids. So when you look at it more like you're not my, you know, my employee or my colleague or whatnot, but more of like a family member or somebody I care for, back to the hospitality, they'll rise to the occasion. They'll do the little stuff when it comes to making money. And then they will make the money. But the larger point is that they have a career, not just a job. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You're touching on a pain point. Um, that I think a lot of people face when building a team in a service-based sales position. And I, I know this because my brother Steven's in the real estate industry. It's mm -hmm. a different industry than insurance, but he's really building this team. And he's trying to figure out the attraction model of his team. So we go and talk to this guy named Keith Hinton, stud of a guy, owns multiple Keller Williams offices, everything like that. And he said, Steven, one of the things that you know I've done and that I think you're missing is I offer security. Mm -hmm. to the agents that I hire, I give them a salary. And you are thinking to yourself, well, 
you know, I give them a salary, like they don't want to make as much money as possible. He goes, you'll be surprised. There are some people in this life that prefer security. They prefer a 401k. They prefer a, a health insurance. Then they do even to make that extra 25 grand or that extra 50 grand and that's your value prop to them. And so that's just a tactic. It's actually one of like the five, we talked about this before. It's actually one of the five motivations. Security specifically yes, yeah. is a motivator. And those people can be great um, people for the team, yes. but they're not going to be you. You're the, maybe the hunter. You're the guy who doesn't need any security. You're the person that can get out there and hustle, but maybe not everybody who's going to be on your team is going to be that. And that's been a hard thing for me to come to grasp with <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Not everybody is going to be the entrepreneur. Not everybody is going to be the person who grinds it out 24 seven, but they can be great at their, their slot position. Amen. And you have to set Absolutely. up your structure that way, because if you set up with bad expectations, it all just falls apart. I think of a chessboard and I use this a lot. You can't expect the King to be a pawn. You can't expect mm-hmm. the pawn to be a King, mm-hmm. but the pawn will do what the pawn does. And, and I think that everybody in, in a business organization might have the opportunity or will will take the opportunity to rise up the ranks, and that's okay. Um, but all you can do as a manager is give them the tools to rise up the ranks. And if they grab on them and they move up, then then that's on them. Yep. Um, but I just want to be somebody that they can depend on to always grow. Um, a lot of the agents that we hired came from captive insurance spaces where their big pain point was, I see the ceiling, and this is where I'm at. Um, at Remco, honestly, you can sell personal lines insurance and move to commercial lines. You could start selling health. I mean, whatever you really want to do, whatever you like selling. Um, and I'm glad we're trending to that topic. All of our agents, they they sell what they like. I don't. We don't make any agents sell a product um, that they don't like. So we have one person, and this is gets to. They're more niche producers. They become experts of the product. We have somebody who just sells business auto trucking mm. insurance, and that's all she likes to do, and that's what she sells. We have a health guy. We have a life, a health and life guy. Excuse me. We have a home and auto guy. That's what he likes. We have people who sell just the product that they relate with. It's so interesting because as I'm hearing you speak, I'm applying it to our business reminder media. And I've always had this saying, a specialist always outsells a generalist. Yes. And that's a known fact out there. But we have found in our business, the more focused you make the person doing just one task, you're classifying it as the task they like, which is amazing to be able to give someone the thing that they like. But if you hone in and focus and giving them that one thing that they can do over and over and over again, they become one of the best in the world at it. And therefore they're producing at higher levels of achievement. The individuals around them, right? They, they understand that they are the niche person for that in the organization. So what's, what's a beautiful thing that I love to see is when the home and auto guy gives the, the business auto woman, a lead. And then that comes right back tenfold for him. And, you know, um, somebody who doesn't like the right restaurants gives it to the restaurant producer. And then in turn, that person gives that person back a health lead. So that's, that's what kind of gives me the goosebumps is like when they all start kind of feeding each other and it becomes not, not about how much money can I make? It's how much money can, you know, the agency make. And in turn, the giver's gain model, I mean, the BNI, that kind of stuff. I mean, it does it does hold tried and true. And I think that there is that at Remco. Um, how do you balance in a hospitality-driven organization or a, like you mentioned family, mm-hmm. right? Um, like uh, see that as family. How do you balance accountability yeah, and great. people performing at high levels? That's that's a fantastic question. And we talked about it briefly, especially during the the COVID crisis and the hybrid and, and people going remote. Um I do believe that a percentage of it is the technology that you invest in um, can help you become a better manager. We mentioned Microsoft Mm -hmm. and Microsoft Teams helps that. Um, The technology helps, but it's also a sense of 
giving autonomy, but also course correcting when you need to. Mm. And not, not over, uh, micro, not micromanaging, not over, not o- over um, correcting, but, and not correcting without guiding and showing them the answer. I mean, it's, it's a really good question, and I'm still trying to figure it out every day, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> Dude, so are we. Trust yeah. me. It is, the, it is one of the biggest pain points of business. Yeah. The balance between family and relationships and performance and results. Yeah. Right? And it's like, how do you balance it? I heard the Netflix HR person say one time that they came in, and I believe it was Netflix, came in, and basically it was a family atmosphere, and they switched it around. And they yeah. said, this is not a family <laughs> It's a high performance team. And they said, it's still, we treat each other and we love each other like a family does. But the difference maker is on a high performance team, it's you have a goal in mind that you're trying to achieve. There's going to be performers who make the team, performers who don't make the team. There's going to be people who sit on the bench. There's going to be superstars. There's going to be backup people. There's going to be, you know, your position um, It's to stay outside. Your position is to be underneath, like you're running the place. And that really clicked for me. When I heard that, we actually started shifting Reminder Media at that time because we were all family, we're family owned. Yeah. Oh, it's family business. We love each other. We still love each other. We still have all that aspects. But the one difference is, oh, no, no, this is a high performance team. Yeah. Like you're coming here. And, and here's what I also learned is, and this was a game changer for me too, is when you think high performance thing, team, you think the championship, which is great. We're trying to win a championship. We're trying to get results. But now I've started to switch where the greatest leaders, it's, it's not about the championship. It's about the mission. Mm-hmm. It's about the vision and the mission. And it's and then you think of Ed Milet, right? We heard him speak right. at 8%. Absolutely. And he talks about being evangelical around your mission and vision. And so why do you have a high-performance team? Yes, it's to make money. Yes, it's to get results. But more importantly, it's to achieve the mission. And when you join this team, you better be so in line with that mission that you're willing to sacrifice for it. You're willing to yeah. be a high performer for it. You're willing to cut people for it because you joined for that mission. I agree. Yeah, so I it's agree, like it's yeah. so yeah, it's so crazy. It gets me fired up when I think no, about no, it. No. Of like that yeah, same struggle it's like coming through the table. Yeah, yeah, right dude, that same struggle that you've had that I think so yeah. many people listening to this have. Yeah. I still have it, and those are the two things I've drifted to over experience and time of going. Hey, this is I think what aligns people even more. Yeah, because the family is fantastic. You need that atmosphere, but it's got to be bigger because it's hard to fire your brother. Trust me, I've tried. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I've heard that too. It's like you can't fire family. You don't resign from family, right? No, but you no, want no. you want the elements of the family that include you want to care for people. You want to make sure that people exactly. feel secure. You want to give them all of those same yep, elements. Absolutely. You are a busy professional and have a ton of things to do for both your business and your life. And if you're overwhelmed by the thought of setting up your marketing every month, let Reminder Media take care of it for you and automate a monthly touchpoint system with our 12 Direct program. Once each month, we'll send a specially designed postcard with your message and personal brand to your geographic farm. And even better, we have targeted mailing lists available to help you zero in on your perfect prospect. Schedule a free consultation with one of our marketing experts and see how we can set up a year's worth of marketing in just five easy minutes. Visit ReminderMedia.com slash Year of Postcards to set up a free consultation today. That's ReminderMedia.com slash Year of Postcards. Take action on this today. What's been the biggest pain point at this stage of the game, like what you keep running into with Rimco, building an insurance business? Okay, so at this point, is um, it would have to be probably not the first year of cleaning up the organization through operations, not the HR. Those are two things that I feel pretty comfortable and confident on doing. 
at this point right now, it's it's getting the name out there. Mm. Being completely honest with you, marketing has never been my forte. Yeah. Um, at the old job, we had a whiz. He was honestly, um, what do they call him? Uh, whiz kid. Whiz kid. He was young. <laughs> he was a young. He was a young fellow, but he just knew Instagram very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was the marketing brains behind the old company. So I. I really appreciated his skill. I mean, now that I'm trying to do it myself, I realize I'm not the best person for the job. However, I think, you know, even watching your podcast yep. and, and meeting you and get to know you better, just consistency, you know, and don't be afraid if people are going to laugh at you and make yeah. fun of you. Because they will. They will they laugh will, at you. Yeah, like, they will, you know, they will post the mean comments. They will. They will. Especially <laughs> your best friends and your family members. Especially being, if you get on TikTok. Just you being <laughs> local in Philly and yeah. being local and, 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 you know, taking the time to get to know me has given me motivation to get in front of the camera and do this. I mean, if yeah. you were to ask me a year ago if I would be here doing this, I'd probably be like, well, I'd probably rather hire somebody to do it. Yeah. But now, no. Like now, I tried that too. But now it's, now Luke's I realize, now I realized if you don't bleed the brand, you can't do this. Mm. Ooh, that's such a good. So if you nugget. can't bleed, if you can't, you, every brand needs a face, especially when they're getting off the ground. And I believe right now that I'm I'm the best person for that job. And unless I find somebody who bleeds the brand, I don't want them on this stage. Mm. So um, so I'm proud to do it, and I'm learning from it every day. And having you know you guys as a support system is fantastic. Um, but it, to answer your question, the hardest part for me to, with Remco is is probably the marketing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally uh, hear that. It's like the number one question we get from the listeners on the podcast is, how do I generate a consistent flow of leads? (laughs) And you're actually hitting the nail on the head. There's so many lead generation strategies. You know, we do everything from postcards, Facebook ads to the magazine to email marketing. There's so many you can choose from, but it's in the consistency of working that every single day, day in and day out. And then when you get somebody that raises their hand. Yeah to do what I did to you at the conference yeah, where you right. relentlessly yeah. pursue yeah. because you bleed the brand. I'm going to start yeah. using that slogan, man. I'm bleed taking the, brand. the slogan, the bleed, the brand. bleed the brand. Sorry, I was coughing there. He was Sorry, crying. People. He was crying. He was so no, I was crying. It was so, impactful. I was like, okay, don't like, cough how many too loud. T-shirts, into the mic. How many t-shirts with bleed the brand do I have to order right now? <laughs> All right. So we asked this question of everybody who comes on that's uh, super successful and love to get your take on it. Um, you built this e-commerce business. You're now building this insurance business. And it is really successful. Like I've looked into what you guys are doing. You guys are doing extremely well sure. and it's growing but when you look at your life, what habits do you implement in your life that you believe has produced success for you? Oh man, um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's a there's a talk. It's it's probably a lot of you have seen it, but the, the make your bed in the morning, like that, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that yep. like the little things, do the little things right, um, and and also be grateful. Um, mm-hmm. The quote that I like to talk about is, or the mantra that I live by is, count your blessings, not your problems. Mm-hmm. There are so many people who don't have the opportunity of doing what we do every day. So I like to bring it down to a very, you know, a very micro scale or macro scale rather of what you you have and and, re, and be appreciative of all the things that you that others don't have and then take it from there. So I like to start every day by just being grateful for what I have. Um, consistency and then other things to de-escalate stress. I love to to be physically active and and that helps me. Um, and it also I believe if you invest in yourself and and in the health and, and and wellness of yourself, it translates to everything in your entire life. Yeah, and your bio says you're known as for the locals as the human sundown. That's that, <laughs> that, that it's my it's like, my you know, it's my it's my season right now. Yeah, Wildwood, Jersey Shore, you know. Yeah, I rotate with the I rotate with the sun. Well, I got my beach well, chair. Well, I can tell you the one request yeah. I always have is make me look more tan. I just freckle. <laughs> I don't tan. It's like I'm not a redhead, but yeah. I don't tan. <laughs> 
it's there's there's so I'm going to look even more work that freckly and white after yeah. uh, standing beside you. <laughs> but health health and wellness are a big part of kind of staying consistent with with business practices. And um, I figure if you're if you're feeling good and 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 you mentally you're good, you can you can be your best version of yourself. Yeah, well, we just um, had a podcast about being memorable and some of the traits you're talking about that optimism. Yeah. Right, um, that resilience yep. yeah. um, that came out in being unforgettable as a human being, right, and making those great first impressions, and it does matter. You're a body, mind, and spirit, and if you don't feed those things, you're going to be off. And when you're off in your life, that transcends to other people. Yeah, awesome, Jay. Thanks for being here. Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you. Yeah, I mean, we're on Instagram at Remco Insurance Services, uh, Facebook, all the major major mm-hmm. social threads. Um, I mean, I'll give this out because I'm okay with it. This is my my direct line is 267-346-0202. If you need any, have any insurance need questions, anything like that, or just want to chat and understand, you know, maybe talk through something you're going through as a business owner, feel free to reach out. I'm okay with giving that out. Um, Love that. That's awesome, man. So thanks. There it is. All right. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. You can dive deeper this episode, get the show notes, get those links that Jay mentioned as well. Uh, over at staypaidpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, first way is head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. And the best way to show your support is to tell a friend, share this episode on social media. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Here's my action item for you from this episode. Are you a hospitality-driven business? And even if it's not maybe your number one core value or core uh, strategy, it needs to be one of your strategies. The client experience and how the client feels is ultimately what they're going to remember. And that's what's going to cause them to refer you new business or come back and use you again. You need to sit down and ask yourself when you look at your process from lead generation all the way to the referrals that you get, How are you putting forth this hospitality in your business? And then take it deeper than just your life cycle journey of your clients. Think about your employees. If you're listening to Jay here, I mean, you can just tell by the way he speaks in his heart. He has a deep care and concern and love for his team. Do you have that set out for your team where you're really tapping into their full potential and aligning them properly? Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 